Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the podcast, Out of Five Stars, a weekly book review podcast. We are your hosts, Jess and Jess. I am the Jess in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, Yes, she normally is. And I am normally the Jess in the Pacific Northwest. Each week we get together, usually virtually, with a drink in hand and a mic in the other to talk things that are bookish, all things bookish. Today on the show, we are doing a part two of Get to Know Us. It's a very special episode. And the reason Jess keeps saying usually the Jess and Louisville and usually virtually is because we are pre-recording this from our hotel room in Salt Lake City. We just finished, currently we just finished recording Namesake and we're doing a pre-record for July because Jess might be away on a trip so we wanted to be prepared with um, some new episodes for everyone. Get a few out there. Um, Before we jump into our new get to know us, uh, what are we what are we drinking? You want to tell everybody what we're drinking Jess? What is that? (laughs) That's gonna be fun for you to edit later. We are drinking a box of house Pinot Grigio white wine. Yes. That just so lovingly said looks like pee-pee water. It looks like it in this like white hotel room plastic water cup. Cup. Yes. It's fancy. Uh, We're both drinking that. So there's that. Yes. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we wanted to do a part two of Get to Know Us because the first part that we did, we mostly talked about you know, our bookish, what what would you say? Our bookish stuff, bookish things. Books we like, authors we like. Yeah, bookish themes. What book you would take to a desert island, um, that kind of goofy things. And, you know, we're, we're what are we, almost 30 episodes in now? Well, this, this one's going to be, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be further out there. You guys need to know a little bit more about us. Um, I don't know if you do, but maybe you do. This will be a fun episode. This is just going to be a goofy little, like, let's chat about us. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That's what it's going to be. So we're not reviewing a book this episode, this week. Um, We will next week. We will get back into the whole book thing next week. Of course, we're going to be talking about books because, I mean, that takes up quite a lot of our personal time. It's reading. Well, since we are pre-recording this, Jess, and we are coming to the end of our Out of Five Stars retreat, as we like Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. call it, as we've started to call it now, um, what has been your favorite part of the trip that we did? So it's a difficult one because a lot of this stuff that we did this trip was like all new to me, like the area that we were in. It was new to you? Yeah, it was new. No, the area, the area that we were in was new. I've never been to this, the side of Utah that we were in. You know, I've been to Utah before, been to Salt Lake City, been to Zion, but I had never been to like the eastern desert part desert part so all of that was like very unique and very different um I think my favorite part was probably just like that elephant hill 
hike that we did in the needles area because canyon lands mm -hmm, yep of the southern part of canyon lands because it was it wasn't very crowded like we didn't see hardly anyone out there it was a very unique landscape that was just otherworldly like i kept pulling over and like telling jessica i was like this looks like star wars or radiator springs from cars (laughs) or that yeah so i don't know i thought that was really neat cool um if i was going to pick a second it would definitely be the spa day because that was quite the treat uh yeah between that the hot springs would have been up there but they were just too goddamn hot no one can enjoy themselves in a hot spring where it's like 120 degrees and it's already 100 degrees outside i wasn't expecting it to be that hot well so you took me to my first hot springs and they were here in utah and like i said I've never been to hot springs before. I've always wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I know they have quite a few in Oregon. So I've always wanted to go, but I just never made it until you took me there. And the stench was disgusting. It smelled <laughs> like rotten boiled egg fart. It was yeah. disgusting. I had to like take my shirt and cover she my was. nose. She was like covering was her like, nose the whole time. I felt really bad. And Jess was like, this smells good to me. And I was like, you're crazy. You know, you know a hot spring is good when it's got that farty egg smell. Um, but this one was just way too hot. So before I picked up Jess, I stopped at a hot springs north of Salt Lake. And that was like perfect temperature. I actually like ran into other people when I was there and there was three pools at the one I went to before and they were like, oh, the only one that's left is the cooler one. And I got in. It was like perfect temperature. I was like, oh, this is great. Thank you. And, you know, I want it like warmer than my body temperature, but I don't want to. When we put our feet in, I it felt like they were melting. My feet were melting off of my body. Yeah. Um. So anywho, hot springs would have been up there for me if they weren't so... My favorite part. Gosh darn tootin' hot. Too hot in a hot day. I think my favorite part was recording our Fable episode when we were pretty drunk. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun. And trying to like tune out all of the ATVs that were driving by. And then definitely the second hike that we did that was in the southern part of Canyonlands. Mm-hmm. It was great. And then... I felt like we we talked about this every single day. We were like so excited for what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And then we were also so excited about what we were, we're doing, doing the next, next day. day. So you're like looking forward to the next day. You're like, oh, tomorrow. But also we're wanting going. to enjoy the what moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we stopped at so many bookstores. I think we bought like three or four books. No, we didn't. Chris's don't Each. listen. Yeah. Yeah. We really did. We We stopped and got way too many books. Oopsie Poo book shopped in Moab. We shouldn't have done that. We should have skipped that one. That one was $50 tourist trap one. But we just needed to get out of the sun. That, that's how they get you. They get you all sunbaked. Well, and then they're like, we're not going to make the prices very easy to see. Yeah. But I mean, and that's something that I like to do as I like to support local, whether it be like a, a bookstore, a restaurant, mm. like just wanted to stop at del taco for lunch or for breakfast one day and we're like okay yeah fine let's stop at del taco and then i saw a bakery right across the street and i was like let's just go to that bakery let's support local i don't know what it's called i've never read the reviews on it but let's let's support local so that's what that's what we did but 
So I'll be going to Arby's on my ride home is what I'm saying. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I might be, but who knows? Anywho. So yeah, spa day wasn't up there for you. It, it was good, but the rest of the stuff was good too. Pretty baller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. Like, I feel like at the end of a trip, you always get that end of trip blues. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it. A couple of friends of ours, um, showed up randomly and had a drink with us 4% beers and they had just been getting done with a trip they did on a river out here and they were like oh yeah you know it's the end of trip blues where you're like going home nothing exciting to go to going back to work and you're just like all bummed out that's where I am right now I'm like oh it's the end of the trip you're like excited but to go home to see your dog and your man but you're also like meh yeah Anywho, so sorry, that was a bummer. Um, so we've got a few random questions all over the place questions. My first one that I came up with was, who do you wish would write a tell-all book? Um, this you can pick anyone, alive, dead, anything. This will probably, well, alive or dead. Alive or dead, because I don't want to... I don't want to box you in. If there's someone that you're like, oh, if that that person, if Princess Diana wrote a tell-all when she was alive, then go for it if that's what you want. There's so many, now that I'm thinking about it. There's two in particular. One's alive and one is dead. Okay. And obviously, I would want these to be truthful. Like, I would want to know the truth because of the drama that is behind these people. So the first one... Being the dead person. Okay. Selena. Okay. Mm-hmm. She got shot. Bitty, bitty, bum, bum. Exactly. This white girl knows her music. Um, She got shot. She's dead. I want to, like, get a towel from her. It just would be amazing. Just to know, like, if she knew what was going on. Like, did, how much of the embezzlement. Everything that junk. went down. Yeah. Yeah. So that that would be my, like, dead person writing. Okay. It's a good one. And that my, would be interesting. My alive person. Mm-hmm. This will probably be an unpopular opinion. Because we both like Taylor Swift. But I won't, I would want Scooter to write a tell-all. Scooter's really? the, the guy yeah, that yeah, took yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, for the people that don't know. Scooter's the guy that bought all of her masters mm-hmm. from her. Yep. And I would want to tell all from him. But, like, the truth. Like, I want the truth. I don't want, like, some shady, like, trying to protect his name and, you know, all that. I, I want, like, a – I want to know the truth. Because we know – we kind of know her truth. And mm-hmm. he could probably be lying the entire time. So I want to know what, what he thinks. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's probably an unpopular opinion because Scooter is, like – the nemesis Taylor Swift's nemesis right yeah that's a good one the Selena one is a good one yeah what about you who would you have a tell-all book well I had a good one and it totally went away from my brain because I've had too much wine and my tummy hurts I had a really good one oh my god where is it okay well, I had multiple ones. The, good, the really good one is gone. I'll never get it back. It's gone somewhere in my brain. I don't know where it is. One of them, though. Oh, shit. Okay, I just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yes. You're going to laugh. Uh, so this, I don't know why I forgot about this lady's name. Um, but she's like, she's gone under the radar for a, a fairly long time. Reba McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I love Reba. Uh, I don't know if I need to tell all. I think I know everything that I need to know about Reba. No, I was going to say Katie Holmes. Oh, so yes. Today at one of the bookstores, the Oasis bookstore, I just randomly picked up. I've been telling Jess I I wanted like a leaving the LDS or leaving the, you know, Mormon church kind of book. And I didn't find any of the ones that I wanted, but I found this other one that looked super interesting. We read the back cover. It was like, wow, wow, we wow. Wild. Wild. Uh, I just read the first chapter while we were waiting for alcohol to be able to be served at the restaurant um so i was reading that and i was like "Ooh, this is really interesting and she was like involved with one of the higher ups in a big scandal that went to court yada yada that got me thinking scientology katie holmes, mm-hmm. katie holmes she would have an amazing story to tell. yes she would and i think she's just kind of flying under the radar right like she was in scientology when she was with um tom Tom hanks tom Tom Cruise. cruise tom hanks oh my god the wine is getting to her i am it's the sun and the wine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i am uh that would just i think it would just be really super freaking fascinating to hear her side or i was also gonna say her the daughter siri when she grows up i think she'd have a really stellar interesting story to tell um outside of that for for a person who's no longer living i think walt disney's wife would have a very good tell-all that'd be interesting i think there's probably a lot to that whole you know empire that he built and how it was done i think that would be very interesting as well so when when i read your question I thought your question was just who would you want to write a book, period. Mm-hmm. Not a tell-all. So when I thought when so when I thought I read that, I was like, I had this like thing in my mind, like, oh, I'm gonna tell you while we're recording. So I think it would be really cool if both Jessica's wrote a book, kind of like Christina Lauren, when we were like, Christina Lauren, who's that? And Remember Jess, we had her on the show mm-hmm. and she told us about Christina Lauren and the their two people mm-hmm. that wrote books. And I'm like, well, maybe eventually one day you and I could write a book together. Jessica and Jessica. You'd know when it was my chapter because it would get really slutty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be funny. That would be very confusing, too, because, you know, we how would go- you write that back cover? Like Jessica, Jessica and Christopher. <laughs> Jessica, Jessica lives with her husband, Christopher, in Louisville. Am I still living in Louisville at this time? I don't know. Who, which one is it? Do I move back to Louisville? I say back. I've never lived there. But your But your Chris has lived in Louisville. It's from Louisville. Yeah. It'd be very confusing. It'd, It'd be still be very fun. Very fun. Jessica squared. Um. Okay. So that was the tell-alls. I like the Selena one. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get that when you die. When I die. Yeah. Yeah, okay. When we die. Yeah. We'll get it. Yeah. Um Unpopular opinions about books. 
I just wrote this down because I feel like everyone has them. I feel like a lot of the times when we tell people we listen to a lot of books, they poo-poo on it. Like that's not reading, not reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I'd consider that like an unpopular opinion, but do you have any other unpopular opinions about books or like a what's book- a thing that you're just like, that's my thing. Like, so for instance, for me, typically I will not pick up a book Unless it's a romance novel. So this is going to be very confusing. Unless it's like one of those trashy romance novels or like I read a lot of like Amish romance novels. So unless it's one of those, (laughs) I won't pick up a book with a real photograph on the cover. Does that make sense? Fable was an exception. Mm -hmm. I picked that one up. That was my choice. But you know what I mean? Typically, I want it to be a design design or a, yeah, Mm mm-hmm. Because normally I don't like to be told what the character is supposed to look like. But for some reason, when it's like a trashy romance novel with you're, a you're cowboy totally into it, I don't care. I know what a, I know what the cowboy looks like. He's ripped. He's got six pack abs and he's wearing a goofy Chris little is hat. listening to this and he's like, I look nothing like him. He's got a goofy cowboy hat now. Um, <laughs> One thing. No, he has two, actually. <laughs> so that's my thing. That's my unpopular opinion, I guess. I would say I will not pick up a book normally if it's got a real person. Real pictures on it. Real illustrated photo. No, because I'll take an illustrated photo. I won't take a photograph photo. Mm. There. Hmm. What's yours? You know, when I read this question, I thought it was going to be like an unpopular opinion about an actual book. Sure. Go for it. It's whatever so you want. So Untamed, we hated Untamed. Mm-hmm. Super popular. Which, we that was like it. our third third episode that we did for the podcast. And everyone loves listening to that one. I... It's the most popular episode. They, they love to hate it. Love to hate. Um, I'm not really sure I have that many unpopular opinions. Before we started the podcast, I had never listened to an audiobook. Really? Yes. So. Because you were a purist? I was a purist. I was definitely one of those that was like, audiobooks are not reading. But now, you know, now I understand how bookstagrammers get their shit done. They read, they listen. Speed five. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. That was, that's. I didn't I didn't like audiobooks. I didn't think it was actually reading. Um as far as cover art, it needs to pull me in. I've noticed recently that cover arts have become more colorful. Yes. And like they're getting very similar. Yes. Like design they, they all kind of flow like it's like they all use the same I don't know how to put it, but like if they all just went into the same Photoshop and used the same 14 different elements and kind of moved them around. I'm seeing a lot of the similar themes reoccurring and and stuff like that. Or it'll just be like one bright color with like a a rubber ducky in the middle or something like that. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's just getting pretty Mm monotone-ish for the book covers. Yeah. I mean, the book cover, The Vanishing Half, which I read and we have a review for, um, I think that's what pulled me in. It was just very nice and colorful. And I was like, yeah, this is great. 
Um, and I'm seeing, I'm definitely seeing a lot more of that, which is, I guess, I don't know. It's trending. Mm-hmm. It's trending. Okay, cool. I'm popular. Well, I have a question for you before we go on to another one mm-hmm. that I just remembered. Okay. So I don't have any tattoos. And yet. I don't have any tattoos yet. My parents would probably kill me. I am, by the time this will be airing, I will be 29. While this is, while I'm recording this, I'm 28. Um, I don't have any tattoos. My parents would die. I had a, I got a um, tragus piercing when I was studying abroad in Spain. And my, I came home from studying abroad and my dad was like, take that off. And I was like, No. I'm good. I'm going to keep it. So you have tattoos. How many tattoos do you have? Um, Can you remember? She's she's counting right now. She's like pointing at her body and like counting. She's quite a, nine. She's got nine, nine tattoos. Nine tattoos. And how many of those are bookish tattoos? Three of them are book type related. Can you explain them? <laughs> Yes. Okay. So, um, let's see. We'll start with the first one first. My first uh, legit tattoo that I got done in a shop is Peter Rabbit from the popular children's series, Peter Rabbit. Um, (laughs) Don't know what else to say there. I got that. Actually, it covered up like a a handmade tattoo that I had like done not myself someone else did it for me and I I just covered that up with Peter Rabbit and I did Peter Rabbit because I thought he was a cute little character um we had these like ceramic my mom still has them ceramic figurines of Peter Peter Rabbit and I really like them um so it was just something that was always around Mm -hmm. I saw him around read the books a lot liked them so that was that and where is that located right on my hip so yeah in a weird spot for a children's uh character (laughs) so anyways that's the first that was the first real tattoo that I got in a shop uh the next one that I got is on my shoulder it's a quote from Alice in Wonderland it's uh from the the story the walrus and the carpenter and I got that because I was really edgy in high school and was so into <laughs> Alice in Wonderland because, you know, it's it's really deep if you get into it. Just. <laughs> I I just thought I was so cool. I, I really do love Alice in Wonderland and um, I, I do like the story. And the walrus and the carpenter, I think, is a very, like, interesting story within the story. So it's, there's layers. Um, There's layers. Just like an onion. Uh, Like Shrek. Yes. 20th anniversary. Shrek just happened. Um, Walrus and the carpenter. It was also my senior quote, part of the story of the walrus and the carpenter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Actually, my friend Kara Jones finished off that quote. For her senior quote as well so like we we did the whole quote together quote together because we were right next to each other um in the yearbook mm-hmm. i'm assuming yeah i was in your book uh anyways yeah it's just a quote from wallace and the carpenter i don't they're, they're not very deep these tattoos here are just the nine tattoos you have yeah nine or eleven 
Nine. Nine. Okay. Um. N- yeah. They're n- none are very fairly deep, and I I went that way. So, you know. And the third one. Third one. On your thigh. On my thigh. It's from the story The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, which I uh, am a poser. I never read it. Oh. <laughs> I never read it, but I saw the movie, and the movie was directed by Terry Gilliam, Gilliam, who is like one of my favorite directors, and I loved that movie. I just really, really loved it, and it's based off of a book, and so I did the 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 illustration based off of the book not the movie but again super hardcore poser did not read it maybe i should read it now <laughs> um the adventures of baron munchausen but it also kind of goes with like fable because there's a ship mm-hmm. in the sea except now it's kind of scratched up because your dog scratched it he did one big scratch in the middle it's not too bad it's not too bad you can still tell what it is uh if you know what it is yeah because I didn't know what it was. I hardly know what it is. It's just on your body permanently forever. You know, you can't take things too seriously. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the three three of my nine tattoos. And um, yeah. I feel like I'll eventually get some. Yeah. Maybe. I think you should. I think maybe when, once after I have kids. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. So one of my friends... Um, has a really cute bookish tattoo, which I think the kids would now call it very chuggy mm. because it's Harry Potter themed. Oh, is that chuggy? Yes, probably. I mean, I assume. I'm totally putting her on blast right now. Uh, but she is has it the Deathly Hollows. No, that's Ultimate Chug. Oh, okay. Hers is hers is uh very um subtle. So you know, at the beginning of each chapter of Harry Potter, there was like the little three stars. Yes, that's what she has. Okay. So you have to know what it is. Yes. It's in order to like in order to, in order to be it's like not it's the lightning bolt and glasses. It's it's yeah. It's uh I like that one. I always really like that one. I thought it was really cool. Okay. I thought it was gonna be like um a quote I'm thinking about Twilight now and the lion fell in love with the lamb. Dude, I would totally go get one right now. <laughs> or I would get like the the little wolf wolf charm bracelet. Oh, yeah. I'd do that. That Jacob gave her. Hell, yeah. I was actually just talking about getting a SpongeBob tattoo the other day with my friend Mindy. I haven't gotten a tattoo in a really long time, so now it sounds like I'm a tattoo freak, but I'm not a tattoo freak. I haven't got one in years, but I was just like, I'm almost 30. I should get another tattoo. To commemorate your 30th birthday. Yeah, why not? Hmm. Our friend Jonah, he just just cut off all of his hair, his beautiful hair. He said he was going to listen to the podcast. He didn't even know that we did a podcast. But for his 30th birthday, he cut off his hair. So I feel like I also need to do something substantial for 30. Well, cool. I want to know if our listeners have any bookish tattoos. And if you do, please let us know on Instagram or send us an email. We will read them on the podcast. I think that would be that'd be fun. Amazing. Send us a picture. Yeah, send Unless us a picture. We'll like post it. Somewhere where it's not publicly well like unless it's somewhere where it's not very good for public use you know like on your butt cheek or something i think you can show a butt cheek on instagram well i'm kind of also i think to... nipples are against the law yeah well unless you blow what is the... your tattoo gonna be when you get one i don't know is it I gonna haven't... be a book tattoo i don't know it might be a quote 
it might be like something very chewy and be like an arrow or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna, she was just like itching her face and I was like, oh, she's going to say the mustache on the finger. That's like the ultimate oh, chug. No. I wouldn't I don't think I would be able to do that. I I think for me it would, it would have to be something very meaningful if I'm going to put it on my yeah, body for yeah, something for long. Forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have it would have to be very meaningful. Um okay, I have another question. It's something that just, you know, another random question, get to know us thing. What have you learned about yourself since starting the podcast? If there's anything that you've learned about yourself. Because we started it in December of 2020. So it's been a couple months, almost a year. We've done, we've never missed a week of putting out an episode, which is. Are you surprised about that? I'm, I'm pretty surprised about it. Because there were some weeks that I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to finish the book or, you know, and before we started getting. Well, there was one week, I think you didn't finish the book but it was because you didn't want to finish it that one and also there was a time when like you finished the book really late and I was yeah. like oh no like well I finished, our just re- uh, our recording yeah, yeah. schedule was a little off and it took you know it did take a second to get into a flow yes and then on top of that chick comes up mm-hmm. and you're like yeah whatever um so what have you learned about yourself i'm very forgetful i 1050 percent agree with that but i'm good at taking notes and doing what i say i'm going to do if, if that makes sense if you're reminded 50 times if, no, no 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 not necessarily i would say like if if i write down the note i say i'm i i think and i could be lying to myself i think i'm very uh reliant on doing what i'm saying i'm going to do Unless it's like something that's like one off in a conversation and I'm not writing it down, then I will 100% forget about it and I'll have to be reminded. I have no short term memory. That's what it is. If I'm writing something down and I'm like, okay, I need to do this or this for the podcast, it'll get done. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. Just might ask me to like change it five more times, but I'll do it. I'm pretty picky, guys. But if things just get said to me, Especially when I'm drinking. Or text message. Oh, yeah. Don't text me. any Anything I need to do. I, I will text her. <laughs> and then I'll text her the next day. And she'll be like, wait, what? And I'll have to, like, reconvince her to do the thing. She says reconvince, but she really just has to tell me again. I'll do. I don't need convincing very frequently. Um, what have you learned about yourself? Uh, something I've learned is that I have been... That I log that I like a lot more books than I thought I would. Like fantasy, mm-hmm. I, I, and this is a theme throughout the podcast that I say I'm not a fantasy person, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to enjoy fantasy. One day we're gonna get her to read Lord of the Rings. No, yes. I, Chris, my Chris tried to make me watch Lord of the Rings, and I couldn't do it. I was falling asleep. But you know, things might change. Um, so yeah, fantasy now. My stuff that I've learned, I, I feel like I'm more open to a whole bunch of things now mm-hmm. to read. Mm-hmm. And I have become pretty proficient. Well, not proficient. I'm pretty average on like editing because I, when we first started, I was like, what the 
freak am I doing in this editing thing? Like, how do I do this? And I feel like with the trailer that we put out, we recorded it like probably 15 to 20 times. And there was one time that it was perfect. And you were like, well, I like the way I said it in the other one. And I was like, okay, now I have to figure out how to take that little snippet from the other one. And so you can teach an old dog new tricks (laughs) is basically what I'm saying. Even though, even though you're older than me, but yeah, I'm, I'm just older. I'm like months older than her guys. Okay. Oh, a year. No, like nine months, nine months, eight, 11 months, 11 months, almost a year. Yeah. So that's what I've learned. Pretty good. I also learned I'm several inches taller than you. You are. I think I learned that before you did. I don't know why. I just always felt like. We were the same height. Same everything. Dude, like one of the first times. uh, One of the first times I bedded my Christopher. I stayed (laughs) over at his house. And then I texted Jessica that morning and I was like, you need to bring me a change of clothes to work because I had no clothes and I wasn't going to be able to go home. And so you just brought me clothes and you're like, it was like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. They fit me perfectly. So I was like, oh, yeah, we're the exact same size. Were they every capri way. on you? No, I think it was a skirt. Oh, but I do not remember that. It was a yellow sweater, like kind of long sleeve sweater, oh, maybe a black skirt um, and we realized then that we have different shoe size because I had to just wear your, um, your smaller shoe size yeah, than my I am. shoes that I had there. Anyways, so yeah, there you go. I don't remember that. I think I vaguely do now that you mentioned yellow sweater. The yellow sweater. Yeah, you said you didn't like it anymore. That's why you were like, yo, you can just have it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. Yeah, it happens. I don't. I don't, I don't like it. You can have it now. I don't why like not? <laughs> I'm not gonna do that with my Chris though. I'm always gonna love him. She put that in there for him later. <laughs> um, okay. So my random question is a book-related question. Who is your bookish boyfriend or girlfriend? Like, if you could pick any book that we've read, past, present, or future book, whatever, covered on the podcast, not covered on the podcast, who would be your, if your Chris wasn't around, God forbid, who would be your book boyfriend or girlfriend? Darcy. <laughs> okay. Would be my girlfriend. Um, Darcy from Written in the Stars. Okay. Okay. Although I feel like I would totally be a bit of an L. Mhm. And so just be perfect cuz cuz she cuz she would just be like too good for me, but I'm, you know, she's into me. Um, that Darcy would be my girlfriend. And then boyfriend, I would probably, hmm, this is a hard question because we've read a lot of books. You can pick anyone. I'm going to go with the most recent one that we've read. And I'm going to go with West. Because he's hot as fart. Because he's hot. And he's blonde. And also. Just like your girl. And also, yes, both blondes. (laughs) You're blonde. That's what I meant. I have green eyes. That's what I meant. Your girl, me. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Darcy. My girlfriend. No. um, West. Because 
he would do like anything for Fable. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, that's a good guy to have around. Would do anything for you. Mm-hmm. So those are those are my two. West from Fable and Namesake. If you haven't read it or then go listen to the podcast if you want to like be interested in it because we did two episodes on them um and then darcy from written in the stars which we also did an episode on what about you boyfriend girlfriend okay you're looking something up yes i now i have a bad memory okay so for my book girlfriend i'm gonna go with wanda from the host because oh. she's an alien, and that could be kind of fun. Okay, who knows what that little that could be fun centipede thing does Ooh, when it's girl. not in a body. Okay, who knows? Lots of possibilities with that one. Book boyfriend. This is where I was like, do I go old school, Jacob, Twilight? That was a cop out. Um. So then I try to pick something more recent and I always go back to Tobias from Divergent. I never read that book. I saw the movie. He's a hottie. Mm -hmm. In the movie, his tattoo is terrible. And that kind of, um, (laughs) it's like, um, what I imagine the dudes who drive around in Jeeps that say it's a Jeep thing on it have mm-hmm. tattoos, like a full back tattoo that just screams. Pay attention to me. I'm cool. I don't take my Jeep off-roading. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Tobias. Tobias would be, would be my book boyfriend. Hmm. That's... And Wanda, the weird centipede alien. Okay. Would be my girlfriend. Okay. There you go. That's where I went with that one. Um, Okay. Random. Back in time. We just touched on this earlier, but what language did you take in school? We talked, we touched on this earlier pre-recording because we were, we were doing, (laughs) Jess was writing like, oh, get to know us part do, duh. And um, she spelled it D-U-X. And I was like, that's not how you spell D. You spell it D-E-U-X. And I go, I know, because I've taken three years of French in high school. Um, So, yeah, I speak Spanish first, English second, and French third. And I am pretty bad at the French I know some things like your basic like oh je femme I'm hungry or come to pen or like what's your name you know just like basic if people are listening to this in France they're gonna be disappointed in my accent <laughs> we have less than one percent listened listenership in France but yeah so I took French in high school um I didn't want to take and you know what's funny in college I took Spanish I majored in Spanish and the reason I majored in Spanish was so that I could study abroad because I already knew Spanish so I only had to take like three classes and I would get the major in it Mm -hmm. so that was pretty that was my thing I don't know what about you what you did Spanish 
No. no, you did Chinese. I did Chinese. I wish I did Spanish. Um, when I was in like pre-K, they taught us uh, some Spanish. So like I know the months of the year, the days of the week. When's my birthday in Spanish? Domingo, lunes, martes, miracles, jueves, I know how to sing them all. It'll take me a second to go through with a song to figure out when your birthday is. I don't know my numbers in Spanish. I I didn't take Spanish. I kind of wish I took Spanish now, especially like after going to Puerto Rico, I I felt like out of it. I knew how to order food in Spanish and that was it. And then also I went to Mexico and all I could do was order food in Spanish. And beer. Like a regular white person. Yes. So, uh, speaking of Puerto Chinese, Rico. Chinese, though. I, I took Chinese. Oh, yeah. Mandarin. Speaking of Puerto Rico, something that the listeners probably don't know about us is that you and I both went on a deployment through work. Voluntary deployment. To, um, I went to St. Thomas, to the Virgin Islands, after the hurricane mm-hmm. to help with the Blue Roof program there, which was pretty much going for 30 days and helping people sign up for blue roofs because they're blue roofs being like putting a a blue tarp on their roof. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then I went first and then uh Jess was like, Ooh, she made a lot of money. I want to go too. Yeah. And Jess went to Puerto Rico. Yep. And I went for the power, um, the power program. Uh, so I did 45 days at right after Jess got back and did the power and that was really, it was so much fun because everyone was just stoked. I don't know. Everyone it was, was It was fun and sad at the same time. Yeah, I could, yeah. I mean, it was, there were certain parts of it that were sad, but at the end of the day when you like turned on power somewhere and people were like freaking out and having a good time and like offering bathtub booze that would light on fire if you farted near it, that was just pretty fun. <laughs> So that was cool. I'd like, uh, I just downloaded Duolingo again so I can try and learn more Spanish because I think that would be uh, more, way more useful than Chinese for me now. I went to China um, in high school and then after high school uh, and used it then. But Chinese, Mandarin is one of those languages that if you don't use it, it's gone. I know. I think that's every language though. Mm-hmm. But especially with the, there's so many. I mean, Spanish is like it, too, with all the words that are almost exactly the same, but if you put the inflection on it differently. Yes, like... Años and años. Yeah. So, something that kind of related to what you said, like, if you don't use it, you forget it. I've been living in Louisville. I've been living away from my family for years, Mm -hmm. and I don't really have anybody to speak Spanish to. So I go to a Mexican grocery store in Louisville, and honestly, guys, I I feel like I have imposter syndrome because I feel like I I just don't belong there. Even though both of my parents are Mexican, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just I don't I don't belong there because I I speak Spanish, but I have this like I feel dumb sometimes speaking it like I have this weird accent because I'm forgetting it and I speak Spanish to my mom and I speak Spanish to my dad but with my brother I speak in English and some of the if you don't use it you forget the words right so I feel kind of like I'm 
stumbling over my words in Spanish. So that's something that I have to work on. Just try and speak. I, I have to teach Chris Spanish because, you know, it's been it's been like seven, eight years. What language is he doing on Duolingo? Spanish. Spanish. Oh, OK. Yeah. So he knows a bit. He knows a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we touched on it, but you've been out of the country. I've been out of the country. Where are some places you'd still like to go? Everywhere that I haven't been. Everywhere? I, w- I would like to go Everywhere. to a- to Asia. Okay. I Particular? Really- Thailand. Thailand. Um, I'd like to go to Thailand. Korea. Korea. I would like to go to Guam, which is where Chris's dad is from. Um, let's see. India. Sounds amazing. And I think a lot of, like, when people say, I want to go out of the country, it's either Mexico, Canada, or Europe. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people think about Asia. Right? Mm. Like, as a travel, like, oh, I want to put it on my bucket list. It's like, oh, yeah, I went to, I went to Germany. I went to Spain. I, I went to France. I went to England. I feel like I know more people who go to the cheaper Asian countries. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. I feel like I, I know a lot more people who go to the Vietnam's area or Thailand area or Beijing area and do like a more affordable trip. I don't know that many people who've gone to places in Europe in my circle. Mm-hmm, yeah. But... Um. Yeah. Where would you go? Ireland is my next stop for sure. I really need to go to Ireland. Uh, go back to the motherland. Got to make the pilgrimage. I'd love to go there. I want to go to Iceland. I was supposed to go. And then COVID happened. I would like to make a trip to a somewhere tropical Uh, I've been to Australia before, which does have like, you know, tropical areas, but I'd love to go to New Zealand. I would never be able to go to Bora Bora because that's just out of my price range. But I would love to go to the poor man's Bora Bora, which I don't know what island that is, but I would love to find it (laughs) and go there. Sounds good. The poor man's Bora Bora. So if anyone knows where the poor man's Bora Bora is, that's where I would like to go. You go through Costco. I looked at those, man. Those are pretty expensive <laughs> for me. Okay. Okay. L- last, one of the last questions, I guess I wanted to, well, for, that I had for you is I want to know a favorite childhood memory because you grew up in Minnesota and I don't know if a lot of people you listening betcha. to the podcast knew this. You grew up in Minnesota. I did. And then you moved to Oregon. Washington first, then Oregon. And then back to Washington. And then back to Washington. So what has been your favorite, like, childhood memory? Because you're going on 30 this year. I just like Thanks to put it out there me. that you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> um, We got carded the same amount of times this trip, Jessica. It's because it's Utah. <laughs> but anyways, go on. Yeah. Mm. Favorite childhood memory? Hmm favorite that's hard to pick one memory that sticks out amongst i've i had a i had a great 
childhood growing up, you know. I got to go camping a lot. Uh, my parents got me a dirt bike when I was younger. I did a lot of fun sports. I played hockey. I did jujitsu. I played football, um, did softball. So I feel like just the overall, you know, the overall thing, 10 out of 10, I would recommend. It was a fun time. But (laughs) one of my like favorite memories that I feel like really, really like shaped who I am is my dad taking me on camping trips. Um, and like one of the most memorable ones that we did was a big biking, bicycling, biking trip from, um, Bemidji up to, uh, up North Minnesota. It was like a hundred and some miles and it's on this like old railroad bed. So it's super fun. We saw moose and we saw deer and it was just really fun. It was like a poor man's camping style. We didn't have like the correct type of gear or anything like that. We had one of those like, you know, those little like things you put on the back of your bike to carry a child in, like a burly. Mm-hmm. It was a burly where you're supposed to put like a toddler in. That was just like filled with all of our stuff. Hmm. So almost like something you'd see in Portland today. <laughs> but <laughs> we were we were doing that for fun. And um that's like one of my big, big memories definitely shaped who I, what, like am, who I, what I wanted to do. And then like from that point on, I loved backpacking and camping and forced him to do a whole bunch more camping wild trips with me. So that's mine. What's yours? Cause I realized, I guess I didn't know this about you before, but when we were like camping this weekend, you told me you didn't really grow up camping, which was a surprise to me because you grew up in California and I just assumed everyone in California camped. I don't know why. That's just what I assumed. Right. I did not grow up camping. And so question for you before I answer. (laughs) Did you assume I grew up camping because I like camping and doing outdoorsy stuff? No, I just assumed everyone in California did it. Okay. Okay. So no, I did not grow up camping my parents like I've mentioned before are from Mexico they immigrated from Mexico um so that wasn't really like our thing do is camping not a big thing for people in so it's really difficult because I spent time in Mexico but everywhere I went everyone was camping do people who are from Mexico not camp I couldn't answer that question. My parents didn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe some are, but honestly, I, I wouldn't be able to answer your question correctly. But as a child, you know, my parents, I don't know if people know this, my parents immigrated illegally and I was born here. So that's how I was a U.S. citizen. Um, so they really couldn't travel very much without being like asked for papers and they were afraid which is a lot is a big common thing in like illegal immigrant families is right they couldn't travel um so we did a lot of driving we drove to like san francisco we didn't go to san diego because that was close to the border and there was 
border patrol mm-hmm. around. Um, so we did San Francisco, we did Yosemite, and I remember one time, this was before my brother was born. Back we, when your life was still perfect. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> we drove up to Yosemite, and it was really snowy, and we stayed in a cabin in Yosemite, just like some... That's camping. Some, but it was like a... It wasn't like, let's go and put a, pitch a tent sure. know, somewhere. It was like our version of camping and it was it was just one night mm-hmm. and we woke up and our car was covered in snow <laughs> so that was i think that was like my favorite memory growing up did it snow where you lived in california no we were lived in southern california it was so you were like was that the first time you had seen snow i don't think so i think i'd seen snow before but it was just so cool mm-hmm. you know go like sleeping in a cabin with my parents and that's one memory that I have that's very, very vivid to mm-hmm. me is doing is doing that. And then we drove out to San Francisco. And I think we did that trip quite a, quite a bit. We would drive from where we lived to San Francisco, Yosemite, and then back. Mm-hmm. And then we also did like the Grand Canyon. We might, I had an aunt who lived in, in Phoenix. And so we would drive to her, spend the night with her, and then go to the Grand Canyon with my parents and my grandparents and then stay at her house and you know drive back home Mm -hmm. because it's only like a few hours away from where we lived sure and we did las vegas too but my favorite one would be cabin yosemite yosemite cabin yeah have you ever gone back to yosemite Mm, i don't remember it's been a long time i think would you go with with chris Go spend oh, yeah. uh, spend a night or two in the cabins. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Even just camping outside mm-hmm. with the bears and all that stuff. And and you know, um, this is something that we experienced when we were out here together. Is I sent a picture to my mom of the rooftop tent, and I was like, "Home sweet home." And I told I told you one hundred percent. She was. She was like, "This is what my mom's gonna say." <laughs> what she was gonna say, and she, she was like, "OMG!" Like. Oh my God, Jessica, like, what are you doing? No, no, no. Say it like how your mom would say it. OMG. That's how she would say it. No, your name. Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jessica. Sounds so cool. So much cooler, but it's. Than Jessica. Yeah. White girl Jessica. Well, they're trying to make Jessica's the new Karens. I hope that doesn't happen. But yeah. Yeah. So my mom was pretty, like, freaked out when she. When she saw that picture of us on the rooftop tent. Don't tell her it folded over in the wind. Yeah. I might eventually. She'll, she'll just probably just roll her eyes and be, be like, oh, my God, again. Um. So you and Chris had talked about getting a rooftop tent. Now you've spent, what did we spend, four or five nights in the rooftop tent? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Because this is, this is mine and my Chris's rooftop tent that we were staying in. Yep. And Jessica and her Chris were thinking about getting one. I think they're now going towards a boat instead it's going to be their big purchase but what do you think about the rooftop tent i liked it i thought it was very cozy i didn't like putting it away <laughs> that was a pain in the ass i know <laughs> i could see every time when we were getting ready you were like uh, but your eyes died a little but you know i got used to it yeah you can i was like flow. okay let's roll like i know my job putting it away the first the first two times putting it away I was like oh what am I doing Mm -hmm. and then after that I was like okay I know what I have to do I know how I can help Mm -hmm. put it and that's like the thing like it's hard for me 
to be like, okay, what do you need me to do? Mm-hmm. What, like, you tell me where you want me because otherwise I'm just like standing there like a deer in headlights. Like, where should I go? What should I do? You need to direct me. Mm-hmm. And so when you were like, oh, just go over here, pull that, pull this. I'm like, okay, I got it. I'm good. I know, I know my instructions now. Yeah. So yeah. it's not too hard. And honestly, like I told you this too, in the heat, um, it's easier. It's so much, it sounds weird because it's like physically exhausting on your body to put it away, but the leather and everything is like expanded. And so it's easier to like put it away. Um, so, so weird because like when we're usually camping in Oregon, it's chilly and the like leather of the outside has constricted and you're like it's like after you eat a big meal and you put jeans on that's, that's like putting the roof tent away that's not a good thing um well okay i think that's enough of getting to know us <laughs> we just rambled on and on we did i'm um, laying on the ground right now that's how far gone we are right now so for far the next right month of july got a couple weeks left um, we're going to be doing something different, something new-ish. We're going to be doing some kind of like throwback thing. Throwbacks. And we're going to do Twilight, Hunger Games, and Harry Potter. But mm-hmm. we're not doing all of the series. We are just going to do the first book of each trilogy, saga, series, whatever you want to call it. And we're yep. starting with Twilight next week there's a possibility oh my god i love the twilight soundtrack but that's a banger it is banger soundtrack okay here's my rule for life you know it's a good song if it's either on twilight or shrek (laughs) it's a good song so can i get that on a shirt is that too chuggy it's probably really (laughs) chuggy so i hope you enjoyed this getting to know us 2.0 Part do. Part do. Um, yeah. Don't forget to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a nice review if you would. That'd be great. We appreciate it. And find us on all of the social medias. We're at Out of Five Stars. That's Outa with two T's. Until next time, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.